0: Hello, and welcome to the Nerd Variety Podcast again. We are still here. We are still talking and making content. Yes, even though we, I feel like we kind of prepare less and less each week, even though we have been sort of trying to do better. Maybe it's just me, though. I don't know. Anyways, I am, yeah, yeah. Anyways, I am today's topic maker, comer-upper, yeah, Uh, and I am Hayden. And I am joined today by these wonderful people. uh, Hannah.
1: Greetings.
0: And Josh. What is up? Yeah. So today's topic is, well, it's under the category of my general favorite topic, pretty much. uh, Music. I love music. I don't know about you guys. And you know what? The thing is, today, like, I usually love to listen to music uh, while I'm working because I can do that for parts of my job. And yeah, today, same here. Yeah, and today my uh, my phone broke, basically. I don't know exactly what happened. So I had to be without music today,
2: and it sucked. Question, question, who are you, what were you playing when your phone went out?
0: Uh, I wasn't listening to anything when it happened. Um, oh, it just, because I, I was uh, teaching a class, so I, had a, I, I didn't have anything on or anything. But uh, oh. yeah, it, it just went off. It was annoying. But uh, yeah. Yeah. today, specifically, we are talking about composers. Uh, and I don't think we limited this topic to video games or TV shows or movies or anything. I think it's all-encompassing uh, as long as it, uh, it is a composer, that has, uh, that has some sort of legitimate presence in um, composing for some kind of soundtrack. So uh, yeah, we don't really have a firm layout for this. So we're just gonna kind of go into a discussion. Uh, do you guys actively listen to soundtracks? I-, I know I used to do that kind of thing, but it's kind of faded a little bit over the years for me.
1: So it's actually funny that you mentioned doing it during work because I listen to soundtracks the most when I'm working uh, because I I teach elementary school math and it's got like a story aspect to it. And so uh, I play background music when we're working and I play almost, almost only music from my favorite video game, Stardew Valley, Um, because it's instrumental, but it's super fun um, and I have it playing. Basically all day, every day. <laughs> um, so yeah, nice. all the time. And my, my kids listen to it all the time now too, cause I force them to. Okay,
0: <laughs> who, <laughs> this who is What I play? Um, who's the composer for the Stardew Valley music?
1: Uh, so his alias is called is Concerned Ape. Um, his name's Eric Barou, or Baroni, and he actually apparently just like made the whole game. Um, but he wrote all the music as well. Um, nice. And it's gorgeous, and I love it. And they have, it's a farming game, so they have music for a bunch of different seasons. Um, And then there's a a social aspect to it. So everybody has like their own theme song that plays when you're like in little cutscenes with them and stuff like that. Um, My favorite is the winter music, because it's a farming game. And so you'd imagine the winter would be this sort of desolate, like, well, can't grow any plants because everything's frozen. But the music is really the best word I can use to describe it is very twinkly Um, like a lot of it happens like on the upper notes of the piano and it sounds like twinkly and it's very peaceful and beautiful and it makes you just kind of like want to go stand in the forest and just like listen to music while the snow falls around you it's very nice
0: that sounds very nice and actually it makes me think of some other things just the way you describe it it, like it kind of makes me think of um what what's the game it's a pixelated thing uh i know that describes quite a few games now under uh um, undertale
1: undertale mm. yeah 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 i haven't listened to much of the music from undertale um i do have a, like a remix of one of their songs as one that i play for my kids sometimes um but that's uh that's on my boss battle music playlist it's more of a upbeat techno kind of thing um yeah. Yeah. but yeah no the, i i I haven't listened to the music from Undertale, but I've heard it's really good.
0: Yeah, it, it, it definitely is. Uh, and it's it's pretty subtle from what I recall. Mm. Um, like the music from, and just, these aren't really any that I'm going to go into too much depth with right now, but um, I think of uh, Celeste, that mm. game. I don't know if you've played that. Uh, it has great music and it's it's all that, you know, kind of retro style um mm-hmm. games and they just they always seem to have such nice music now mm-hmm. uh same with the like crypt of the necrodancer mm-hmm. <laughs> obviously that has a big focus on music um but yeah those it just made me think of those which are really good soundtracks too if you just haven't heard uh mm-hmm. especially it's, it's kind of in the wheelhouse of what i listen to for a mm-hmm. while
1: yeah
0: every once in a while but yeah
1: yeah we've talked about video game music before and i and i always come back to just loving the music of like doom but i'm not sure if you can say the people who made that were composers
2: <laughs> um I, I don't know i think i think like, they to... differ i mean <laughs> like, they were I mean, they got
1: yeah
2: mick gordon that, uh, brought like a bunch of people there's a good video talking showing how he got these people together to make the soundtrack he got a bunch of metal heads a bunch of other um different kinds of, uh, you know, uh, instrumentalists from, from different and some people from different cultures and to make the, to get the music together, like the vocals yeah. and the, and the instrumental slash metal sounds you get. Um, I guess so, what I mean, Doom.
1: yeah, I guess what I mean is I don't feel like, I mean, like, clearly they're a composer, like, if you were to look up the of composer, that's composing, but I just feel like it's not generally what you think of when you think of composing. <laughs>
2: Right, right, right. It's not it's the same
1: vibe. It's,
2: yeah, it's like, oh, we're making a nice little thematic, some nice thematic music, not some yeah, <laughs> music yeah, to yeah. stoke your, to uh, encourage you to murder and kill, um, mm-hmm. to just edge you on to keep to keep going.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But music has that effect on you.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, Josh, I, um, what, what do you listen to, or do you listen to? stuff like that
2: yes i do i do i think it, i think it's kind of started with uh being in band uh for uh, middle school and high school and then after that going to like college and being like good study music um and just you know being and, and just enjoy just thinking of like the movie soundtracks that that um from the my favorite films and just finding that relax finding that relaxing and also finding like just epic instrumental music to kind of help me when I'm studying because sometimes you'll, if you listen to this music while you're studying, that's when that music will play, can kind of play while you're, or you can get the lyrics to kind of suck in your head. We need to get the actual content stuck in your head. Um, uh, so yeah, I, I just remember, I just listened to a lot of, you know, two steps from hell. Um, a lot of, of course, a lot of, uh, soundtracks, uh, uh, while I was in, in college and I do that now. Um, uh the doom soundtrack has got me through some some you know a day of work uh (laughs) um been listening to a lot of uh this guy called i'm gonna butcher this name anti marty kainan he's 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 finished but his music is really great for just for doing oh he's he's done
0: (laughs) he's not doing anything
2: he's finished i say yes he's finished yes yeah, it's finished. Yeah, the, the he's yeah, done the, this out. Al- the album that came out last year was his last one. Yeah, that's that's it. That's <laughs> round round the nose. Hayden, round the nose.
0: Okay, good 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 good
2: yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's just it's just great music. Uh, and also, we uh, tend to play some uh, some like maybe some soft or some epic instrumental music, depending on how we on the board playing uh, when we do when me and my friends do our uh, Gloomhaven run.
0: Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I, um, I I I used to be kind of all over the place. I don't know. Um, I, I used to love just listening to soundtracks for a long time. Um, unfortunately, I can't remember the names of everybody. I remember some of them. Uh, like, strangely enough, I always found this one a little bit weird, but like the Mass Effect Trilogy soundtracks I used to listen to, uh, I think when I was in um, college, and then like the the World of Warcraft soundtracks I actually really love those. That was uh, Russell Brower I think, as well as a few others. Maybe uh, maybe Derek Duke. I have this pulled up on my screen, but the Derek Duke that one is also. Um, He's popping up here for doing the StarCraft music, which is the same company, Blizzard, um, and that that music is very different. Uh, the one, the stuff in Star Trek StarCraft, it's very different than it is in like World of Warcraft. But it's it's really interesting, and um, I wish I could remember this because it's some of my favorite music from any of their games, uh, the Diablo or Diablo Two music. It's fantastic and that's just stuff I can I can sit and listen to pretty much all day um another one is that I I picked up um I picked up Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword lately and I just always love the the Legend of Zelda music Um, I looked that up to the original composer i believe who did like the first zelda game and a few others with video game franchises it can be tough because they they are not always using the same person um right. but it's like Koji, code something uh i'm totally blanking on his last name right now but yeah that that music i've just always loved and uh, especially the Ocarina of Time soundtrack, which he worked on. Um, I don't know about you guys. You played that growing up. But I love just about all the music in that game. Uh, from like the Gerudo Valley stuff to just the the main title music. Um, and then all of the Ocarina songs. Um, I just think they're fantastic. Uh, it actually introduced me to another, um, I guess, artist or something. Uh, I think it's maybe just like a YouTube guy, someone, maybe just someone randomly doing this stuff, um, who did like Majora's Mask uh, album, and basically just did remixes for them all, like his own versions of it. Yeah. It, it's been a minute. I think I've brought it up in our video game discussion. Uh, And I I really liked that stuff, but it's, uh, again, the, the one who did that album wasn't the original. But like all the music is, it has the essence of the original soundtrack. It's just updated or made his own a little bit. But of course, I also want to shout out right now, um, probably my all-time favorite composer, because it's just, I find it hard to beat. Um, He was mentioned, uh, Danny Elfman. I think he was mentioned, or I just thought about him earlier. Danny Elfman is really definitely up there, definitely tough to beat, in my opinion. She has a lot of fun music, a lot of good variety as well.
1: I raise you... Hans Zimmer.
0: Mm, they're different, but Danny Elfman's <laughs> better. Mm, they, I, well, I think uh, I think well, maybe not like better. The trumpets, they're definitely different. They Danny Elfman I think has more a more unique sound. Hans Zimmer is good, but it's very boisterous and mm. it's very I mean, I it's the best word I can think of is cinematic but that's because he does movies. Um, So it's very fitting, and it's very, like, big. Um, But Danny Ulfman, I feel like, can do big stuff, and he can do, like, like he did the Pirates of the Caribbean stuff, which is definitely big Mm. and boisterous. No, no,
2: Hans Zimmer did that. Pirates. Oh, did he? Are you sure? Yeah, yes, I'm very sure, yes. I listened to, that was one of the ones I listened to a lot. Positive
1: about that? I yeah, was... I, I just checked. Yes. Hans Zimmer okay. did the
2: Pirates of the Caribbean soundtrack. Hans Zimmer yeah.
1: wasn't the only person who did the Pirates of the Caribbean soundtrack. But he was one of them. Well, um... I think I am.
2: I, I don't see. I can't think of anybody else that might, that might have um, contributed or um, or took over a movie. It was just all him.
1: Okay. I'm, I'm seeing that a lot of the stuff from the first movie was someone else. Okay.
2: He did. He did the main theme.
1: Right? Maybe?
2: Maybe. Well, and um,
0: of course as what happens in a lot of this stuff too, you get people co-composing mm-hmm. or yeah, working on stuff together. So, like here um, I know Danny Elfman did some, like, Avengers stuff. Not, he did the like, uh, second Avengers movie. Yeah. Um, and, of course he did some better known stuff, like uh, the Batman... Which which Batman
2: movie was it? Was it the first one the, or yeah the uh, uh, the first the eighty nine one?
0: Yeah, I think it was the first two, actually, mm-hmm. uh, and then Planet of the Apes, Mission
2: Impossible. Didn't he? did he do uh, Forrest Gump? Or no, that, no, I think it was, was somebody else. That was a uh, Al Allen, uh, what was his name? Alan Silvestri. Sorry.
0: Okay. Um, and then, of course, you know, Danny Elfman did, like, Beetlejuice and uh, The Nightmare Before Christmas.
2: He did the, uh, the, uh, to- the Tobey McGuire Spider-Man movies. Did he? Well, at least the, at least the first one.
0: Okay. Yeah, I just, I just remember he's done a lot of stuff. I've actually, I've gone to a concert of uh, his music. And that was a really fun concert, yeah, but... which I thought I had remembered them uh, doing the Pirates of the Caribbean stuff, but apparently I'm mistaken.
1: <laughs> but uh, Hans Zimmer did the Amazing Spider-Man music and mm. like Kung Fu Panda and things like that.
2: Yeah, Man yeah. of Steel, mm-hmm. the newest one, Wonder- the newest Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman eighty four, um, the like um, the Batman, the Dark Knight trilogy yeah yeah so the lion king as well
0: so did elton john
2: <laughs> well he he did one song but yeah yeah,
0: yeah.
2: um but no the,
0: they're both they're both good so i i take back that uh danny elfman's the best because i think do we all have to agree on who's the best we, we don't have to but do we
1: I don't know. Are
0: we all thinking the same person right now? I feel I like Josh is.
1: I think it's kind of irrelevant.
2: Yeah. I can't is say it, that they're the it, best, but Now, who are you thinking? I I can't say who's the best because like Hans uh I'm looking at uh well, well <laughs> I take that back. I can think of who might who we can say is the best even though it, they, he's got some he's got some stiff competition, but he is the he's the top. He's a, he's the top dollar bear. He
0: just feels like the OG even though he's not technically
2: <laughs> Yeah. Um, Are you thinking he, Yeah, I think we're all thinking of the like the one of the the, the big guy.
0: Hannah's not on the same page as us. She's trying well, to Han- figure Han- out. Can
2: agree that he's definitely top tier.
0: Right, he's definitely yeah. top tier. I feel like
1: I best. just don't have enough information. John Williams Yes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Yeah. The one I was humming before I got rudely muted.
0: Hannah, I can't believe you did that.
1: I zoned out, okay? I've been having a long day.
2: Yeah, you just randomly muted Josh earlier for no
0: reason.
1: Yeah. uh Maybe you should
2: listen to John Williams and that will help you. (laughs) Yeah. Let him him guide you to relaxation. But But is there
0: anyone that you guys feel tends to be really overlooked i know we've kind of discussed some already but anyone I mean, particularly
1: overlooked because i feel like anybody could be big in their own in their specific field so like i love uh murray gold who did a lot of the doctor who music and sure like he's not as famous as john williams but like in the Doctor Who community, like people know who he is. So I wouldn't say he's overlooked. He's maybe not super popular, but in his fandom he is.
0: Okay. So Fair enough. Fair enough.
2: There are about say so I'm looking at one, two, three, three.
0: I mean I'm just trying to come up with conversation questions.
2: <laughs> right. There's like five there's like five big ones that these I'm looking at the one these these guys do all the movies. You got Hans Zimmer of course. You have Alan Silve- Silvestri, you have John Williams, you have Danny Elfman, and then you have Howard Shore. All of them. Mm, do Shore. What, yeah. All of them do like all the soundtracks. Yeah.
1: Who was like the third one there?
2: I named. Uh, it was, I said uh, Hans Zimmer, Alan <laughs> Silvestri. That was
1: the one I was not familiar with.
2: Yeah. Yeah, he did the. Um, did he do the, the uh, Avengers? did Avengers, yeah. the Avengers, uh, the first one, the third, the Infinity War, and uh, Endgame. Mm.
1: So he just does Marvel movies.
2: Uh, no, no, he's done yeah. other stuff too. No, no, no. He,
1: I, I'm seeing he's doing some other stuff. Yeah.
2: yeah. Um,
0: one there's so one that I, I really love, but you can't really call them a composer. I mean, you can, but this is kind of going back to before when we were sort of, maybe it was me just kind of narrowing stuff down. Um, But Daft Punk, Mm. uh, the electronica duo, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: um, which sadly, they recently broke up. So that's disappointing, but they haven't released anything for a long time now. Uh, But they did, I think, just one soundtrack. Uh, they did the soundtrack for Tron Legacy.
1: I used to listen to that soundtrack yes. all the time.
0: And it is wonderful. It's really good. It is fantastic. Um, although I feel like everybody always only talks about d <laughs> coming from there. Cause that's probably the most popular, that is definitely the most popular track from that album and that soundtrack.
2: And in my opinion, that was done better by uh, the glitch, glitch mob. mob. <laughs> yeah,
0: it wasn't better. It was different. Like they they changed it up some. It's slower by the glitch mob. They definitely dropped the tempo.
2: It's it's a uh, lot. It's easier. It's easier to jam to. I think. Like death punk, the one they made was good for like you know, it was you know, it was of course it was made. It for, was good for, for the soundtrack. Movie. Yeah, it's good for it's good driving music too. But if you're looking for a banger, the glitch mobs was was way better.
0: Sure. Yeah. Definitely. But um, that also brought me to, who was I think, it was another electronic one. Oh yeah, Um, Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross. Uh, I was talking about them a little bit before we recorded. And of course, uh, if you don't know, Trent Reznor, uh, he's Nine Inch Nails. So he's been doing music for a long time now, since the 90s or actually technically 80s. But um, since Nine Inch Nails first, uh, released their first, his first album in the 80s. But, yeah, that's... And I haven't listened to all their stuff, all those soundtracks they've done. Uh, I was looking it up earlier, and apparently they did, like, Gone Girl, which I haven't seen, uh, Soul, which I also haven't seen, but you guys said you, you both have. Um, there were a few others. I think maybe Bird Box again another i haven't (laughs) seen i don't know um but i remember specifically that they did the soundtrack for or the soundtracks for the social network um which was great and i love their version of um it's in the hall of the mountain king i think that they did oh yeah yeah which is wonderful um I just love that piece, anyways. Though,
1: (laughs) wait, say that bit again.
0: They did, I think, in the Hall of the Mountain King, for for The Social Network. uh, Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross.
1: I mean, uh, if it's in the Hall of the Mountain King that I'm thinking of, that song's been around a long time.
0: I know. I said they did a version of it.
1: Ah, okay, okay, okay. I I missed that. Sorry.
0: Yeah, Hannah, why you're not even here? (laughs)
1: I'm I'm researching stuff.
2: That's yeah, that's fine. Um she's fact checking us.
1: I'm looking that, up Alan Menken. Okay. Alan
2: Menken. They also good.
1: wrote a lot of music for the Disney Renaissance era. Oh. So uh uh Little Mermaid, and Pocahontas, and stuff like that.
2: So he yeah, bangers, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: okay. Yeah. Also, Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross did the soundtrack for *The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo*, and of course, a big one from that was the uh, their their cover of *Immigrant Song*. Uh, if you haven't heard, it's it's really interesting. It's really good. Um, but yeah, those are those are some of my favorites, and those are more uh, the electronica route than uh, more traditional stuff.
2: Yeah, I. From listening, from listening to, uh, I can't. I don't want to say his name again. <laughs> Anti Bart T Can Cananan. Kind of. Ever listening to his stuff, it's like it's, you know, a lot of, uh, I guess, yeah, He t- he takes a lot of influence from like Viking Norse, you know, culture. Uh, a lot of like or like. Cultural, like cultural music from like Scott, from Scotland or Ireland or England, um, to make some of this stuff. His most recent one was has a lot of like metal, um, rock and electric and electric, electronica stuff. Um, so it kind of more like video game music. Um, I have I did enjoy listening to, um, who was it? Um, Martin O'Donnell, uh, doing the Halo, uh, series, the original mm-hmm. Halo series his the, he, really great use of you know choir and strings and piano <laughs> and I've been also been I've I think I I've, when I got to some somehow I found of I found out about Baxter Burks he he did uh, the remakes of the Pokemon soundtracks and he met gave them a orchestral instrumental uh, um, cover he did the uh, orchestral instrumental remakes of the of those of the songs that you hear and those are great. It really feels like you're playing the game, but but it's also kind of more of like a movie that you're you're in.
0: Yeah.
1: Nice. Yeah. So I'm just still looking up Alan Menken. Um, And I think probably the most impressive thing I can see in terms of things I recognize and have been researching for about two minutes. uh, He apparently wrote most of the music for the movie Hercules, that music is fire so good so he did apparently a lot of like the the Disney stuff so yeah Yeah, I'll
2: look look him up yeah yeah how do you spell that last name
1: uh M-E-N-K-E-N Mencken Mencken yeah and he did Hunchback of Notre Dame which I haven't seen in a really long time but I remember the music just being absolutely amazing yeah yeah
2: uh, and I feel like, I know it's different people, but uh, listening to the Pixar soundtrack, soundtracks from the Pixar movies, they all have seem like they have a similar vibe to them.
1: I'm trying and to remember- a lot a lot, of, a lot of
2: emotional resonance.
1: I'm trying to remember who, who did, did the music for Pixar. I feel movie. like I know. I feel like I should know this. <laughs> I don't remember. It's music to
2: it's music made to hit you in the fields.
1: Yeah. Yeah. This is
2: true. All and of course
0: fields. of course when I'm thinking about it, the first thing I think of is the, the opening scene from up.
2: Yeah. Well that scene is designed to hit you in the fields and yeah. kick mm-hmm. you and throw you into a, a ditch and then um ask you why you're crying.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, Yep. Yeah. yep. yep um i wanted to uh ask you guys about your favorite like old old-timey old-fashioned composers because i feel like those are the composers we haven't really talked about yet old-timey as in old-timey like not having to do with movies or mu- or video games or tv shows they had like, music back like, then. writing music just for the sake of music
2: they yeah. made music back then
1: yeah they, uh, I mean, people been still. A long time. People still do. Well, <laughs> true. Well, do you know any composers that don't work on movies and video games and stuff like that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, tell me.
0: Well, I don't uh, know right have, off the top of my head.
2: You have of course Beethoven. You have of course. Bach. You have. Um, was it Gregor Handel? Handel was his. I think, I in the guy, I'm thinking of the one who did the Hallelujah, cor- Hallelujah chorus.
1: Yeah, Handel.
2: Yeah, I think is that, so. Is it Handel. just
1: Handel? So hot right now. Handel. I don't remember his first name. I don't know. Um, He's
2: also Tarkovsky. Tchaikovsky. Yeah. Tchaikovsky.
1: Yeah. I don't
2: know. I can't pronounce <laughs>
1: Russian. Maybe I, I shouldn't have asked. I'm sorry. I also, regret this I also
0: love um uh dang it, Josh. You know how you threw me off. <laughs> um
2: you, threw, your, oh, you threw yourself You threw yourself off.
0: I know, I know. Uh who did okay, I'm gonna, I'm Who gonna... did the four seasons? Vivaldi. Oh uh, shoot. Yeah, I think so. Vivaldi um vivaldi is a big one of of mine uh and did he is he also the one that did the planets
1: uh i don't know that i know um,
2: that may have been gustav holt
1: They did the carnival of the animals and that's fantastic Ooh, that's
2: good <laughs> Yo-Yo, mod, yo-yo mod is a
1: good cover of that um but my my all-time favorite and probably the one that people i would argue the one people are most familiar with is is tchaikovsky because tchaikovsky is responsible for all of the music from the nutcracker which is timeless um and also the sleeping beauty's waltz um which they use in the sleeping beauty movie they just add lyrics to it um and a, a bunch of other stuff but i feel like that's his, sort of his most famous stuff and If anyone's ever seen the Nutcracker
0: Ballet, like that's all Tchaikovsky. Um, Yeah, it's honestly that Tchaikovsky is definitely one of my favorites. Uh, I used to listen to him a lot in high school. Um, I also, I very specifically remember now that it was uh, Gustav Holt. Mm. Um, I'm pretty sure his first name is Gustav, right? I don't know. Um, Holt uh, did uh, The Planets because I Mm. remember in high school, you know, I was in orchestra and I was really interested in uh, composing. Host, yeah. thank you. I must You're have welcome. been confusing it with Brooklyn Nine Nine. <laughs> Captain, you Holst. watched
2: you 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 watched you watched too much of it.
0: Yeah, probably. Um, Host, uh, yeah, did the planets and yeah. When I was in high school, I, I asked my orchestra teacher because um, he had he had a book of the all the all the music like the full compositions for all of that stuff and I asked to borrow it because I wanted to study it and really see like what he did uh, how it was written out and how they did all the different parts so I could better learn to um, compose stuff myself and so yeah it was that was a lot of fun that's one that I really love Uh, of course everybody always hits on Mars because it's the war bringer and it's (laughs) like the biggest and stuff but there's there's a lot of good ones in that there's a lot of good planets
1: I was homeschooled uh as everyone is probably well aware uh Mm. and so I feel like when I was a kid my mom used to play the carnival of the animals for us like when we were little kids and we'd talk about animals and and dance like animals and things like that it was like a homeschool classical music activity that you do in like kindergarten or or preschool or something. Um, so I feel like I've grown up with, with those songs, those pieces.
0: Hmm. Nice. Yeah. Um, and of course it it was a little bit later that I really got into the four seasons. Mm. Um, I don't know why it just, it took, I kept trying when I was in high school. Um, to get into the four seasons, it was a little more boring to me. Of course, winter really <laughs> helps pull the whole thing together because if you're familiar with winter, um, as part of the four seasons, that one is is really good. Just about everyone recognizes it at least when they hear it. Mm. But um, yeah, I was a big, uh, I was especially a big Bach fan. Though I feel like he did some good stuff.
2: Yeah. I think he does the, um, I'm pretty sure this is him. The The, the cello suite number one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Very deep cello sound. Yes. Just just like, oh yes.
0: But are you guys familiar with uh, Chopin? Mm
2: -hmm. No, I'm not.
0: Yeah, he was uh, like a lead figure in the uh, romantic era music um Chopin is wonderful <laughs> has a lot of I feel like has a lot of very fun stuff
1: yeah I feel like it's been a long time since I've listened to any of it but I do recall the name
0: yeah um it was just it was all kind of weird and a bit different very different from uh, so what preceded it
1: how and and I'm, I'm kind of trying to lead us towards wrapping up here how do you guys feel that old-fashioned sort of the classic composers would feel about the word composer being used to describe people who make movie and video game music nowadays like especially if we're saying that people who made like the doom soundtrack it's like "Those, those are composers like what do you think Bach would say if you're if you were like oh yeah these are our modern composers
2: I think, think they'd be into probably, it, or I think Bach would probably call the church and tell them to <laughs> go get Nick Gordon. <laughs> uh, I don't think <laughs> and, you and knew burn him, and burn him at the stake.
0: I feel huh. like you don't know much about Bach if that's how you feel.
2: I don't, I don't know. Was... I'm just saying, I'm just saying that it's just because of the music that he makes, you know. But I think that wasn't
0: yeah. Bach the like the real crazy one who like mm. was so unconventional. I
1: don't remember. I guess right. that's my question though, is like, do you feel like in general, composers from back in the day were like open-minded and like first and foremost, cre- creative and artists? Or do you feel like they would be like, what the heck is this stuff? <laughs> this is not no, music. They, I think, like they're they're
2: were, of, think they had to have had a, you know, creative, you know, mindset to- I mean, what obviously they were- Or, or a, a, an experimental mindset to what they were mm. trying to do because that's how they got their, their names became so big. Right. And I think they would probably appreciate uh, or they would probably, you know, amazed at how far technology has come mm-hmm. to key and how instrumental music is still, you know, we still use it, especially with our movies mm-hmm. and uh, video games. They would be like, oh, that's, that's cool. How had to do that. That's cool. That's cool. How you combine those two things together. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: and quick note, I was actually thinking of Mozart just then. Um, yeah. Was, it was kind yeah. of the crazy one.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Play and play for about Mozart.
0: Yeah. I think they were both baroque uh, baroque era. But I could be wrong. Mozart may have been classical.
2: Yeah. Did yeah. we uh want to do our three recommendations or three uh suggested listening uh, songs?
0: Oh, um I totally forgot about that actually. You must um, still have time. You you can if you want.
2: Okay. Um, I have We uh, don't have to play it uh, no, we unless don't have you to.
0: just want yeah. to.
2: Uh, we don't have time. Uh, but I want to suggest uh, Thomas Bergersen's uh, Humanity. I think I sent that to y'all. It's, I've been listening to that. hit it, That album, that song came out in July of last year. I've been listening to it ever since. It's like one of my favorite, favorite uh, instrumental songs. Also, uh, King Sunset by Ludwig Goran. Um, it's from the, it's on the Black Panther uh, um, soundtrack. Um, had a good time score trick. score score and then of course john williams duel of the fates which which is why i was muted beginning of before the podcast
0: yeah yeah it's because you weren't doing it very well
2: I, I needed more i needed more of me or i needed someone to join in you know yeah yeah
0: that happens with duel of the fates plus you might have caught on fire if you did it
2: correctly oh yeah for real <laughs> uh hannah
1: I've got two that I'm thinking of. First, I mean, to add a third, first of all, just go watch some Disney movies, listen to music. It's great stuff. Um, But my two specific recommendations are the Stardew Valley winter music. There's three songs. They're all fantastic. Um, The winter music is my favorite. And then uh, uh, Murray Gold doing the, the music for season three of Doctor Who. There's a song called This is Gallifrey and its it, just the whole thing is just like an adventure, and it's gorgeous and makes you feel things it's so good. Feelings, emotions.
0: Nice. Well, uh, I kind of went over my suggestions earlier. Um, so, if I just wanted to throw three out there, I'd say D-Rezed from the Tron Legacy mm. soundtrack. Um, honestly, I can't. <laughs> well, immigrant song from uh, that one or in the Hall of the Mountain King or all of those.
1: Okay.
2: Yeah. Uh,
0: we're pretty much out of time. So what are we doing next week?
2: Next week, we'll have a guest on the show. Uh, my good friend, uh, Matthew Burton. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, media that has uh, inspired us uh, from when we were younger and then looking at media that motivates us uh, to do what to make us do what we're not doing or make us do more of what we're doing. Okay. Sounds good. I think we could all use a little motivation or a
0: lot of motivation. It's always good.
2: Whatever amount, at least there's... Some motivation is good. Yes. Yeah. All
0: right. So thank you guys for listening this time. Hopefully you'll check out some of our recommendations or send some of your own recommendations our way because I don't know about you guys. I love listening to music. What can I say?
2: Uh, yep. So, yeah. Please and thank you.
0: Indeed. Uh, come catch us next time when we talk about motivation. And until then, nerd out. Nerd out.
2: Nerd out. Nerd out.